Are you getting overwhelmed at the thought of all the things you will have to manage as the kids head back to school? Stay tuned because we have the host of Mama Work It and she's going to share strategies on how we can manage time between family life as the kids go back to school. Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you are a regular listener. And if you're listening for the very first time, I want to welcome I hope you are having a great week. And in this episode... Marissa Lonick, she's a fellow podcaster of Mama Work It, and she's going to be sharing strategies for managing time between family, life, kids, as they head back to school. And I will also be sharing my product app repurpose and book suggestion for this week. And my question for this for you this week is, do you have a back to school time management tip that you live by. Please share it. And, of course, I just wanted to share with you that 54% of working mothers report work-life balance as a significant challenge, which is why I wanted to bring on Marissa Lonick, and she is a certified intuitive life and business coach, keynote speaker, three-time author, top-rated podcast host, and the founder of Mama Working. After spending nearly 15 years in corporate leadership positions, Marissa shifted gears to become a full-time momager and business momager. Through her books, courses, and coaching programs, she helps busy moms juggle life, work, wife life, and fill-in-the-blank life. Her time management and goal achievement strategies have helped the most overwhelmed mamas turn their dreams into reality, even when they thought they had no time to make anything happen. When she is not supporting working parents with the daily struggle, you can find her cooking, baking delicious meals. Her kids may or may not eat running. Okay, maybe just walking, running in her neighborhood and hanging out with the five amazing guys she calls husband and her four kiddos. So sit back, share this with another mom and get some strategies on really how you can manage things as the kids go back to school. And hello and welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized, The Conversation. I am excited because I have a fellow podcaster here and it's Marissa Lonick and she is, I'm going to get this right, and it's Mama Work It Podcast. So I am so excited to have her here. And also she's going to be talking about just some strategies for mom so you don't feel so overwhelmed with the back to school and managing your time, the kids and life. So Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am too. So before we get started and just some tips and strategies, what made you decide to start your podcast? Well, I was blogging for some time early on in my business and I my audience are busy working moms. 
And I was one myself, I still am. And I knew that I was consuming a lot of my content more audibly. And that just worked for my lifestyle. Like even to this day, 90% of the books I read, I listen to. So I love to write, but I thought I want to really reach my audience where they need to see it, hear it, where they're going to be able to best absorb the message that I want to give. So that was a big, um, a big reason why I decided to enter the podcasting space. And it was on my 2020 goal list. Uh, we all know what happened in 2020. So it showed up fashionably late in January of 2021, but that's when the Mama Work It podcast launched. Mm, that is so exciting. And I'm so excited to have you here because one day as I was taking my walk and I saw a mom, she had the stroller, but then she also had the little one on the bike, which I assume was going to school. But then she had another one on a scooter, which probably stayed at home. And of course, the baby in the stroller. And then she's also talking on the phone. And I'm thinking... Wow, that's multitasking <laughs> to the, you know, the next level, which is why I wanted to just kind of discuss with you, like, why is it, I guess, women and moms particularly feel like they have to do all that multitasking, but is that good? Yeah, I love this question. And I think that those are the things we see out there, whether that's in real life or on the memes, on social media, or just what society is sort of painting this picture of is that when you multitask, you get more done. And there are a lot of experts out there. And Janet, I know you and I, we geek out on time management and organization and productivity and all those topics. And, you know, there's lots of successful people out there that will tell you the opposite. They'll be like, no, no, don't multitask, black and white. Like this is something you don't want to do because what happens is, and you know, we both know when you multitask, your brain is not fully present. You know, you're in a few different places and you end up making more mistakes. You end up not fully focused. You end up frustrated or feeling frazzled, or waiting for, you know, those plates you're spinning, one of them to drop and break on the floor. And I agree with this concept. I do. However, I also I'm living in the real world right now. I've got four kids myself, ages nine and under. Um, I really relate to that situation you were telling me about, about seeing that mom with the, you know, scooter and bike and stroller and phone and all the things. So I get it. And this isn't just for moms. This is for anybody. Life is busy and there are lots of things that we juggle and we need to get done. And sometimes it feels like the multitask is inevitable. But my biggest piece of advice for you listening, if you find yourself when you are multitasking, that you do feel that level of stress and frazzle and, and all those negative emotions that come up, or you get that foggy brain is you're probably not multitasking the right things. It's really important to choose wisely what you multitask. And my mantra behind this is you multitask the mindless and you solo task the mindful which means you multitask the things that you can pretty much do on autopilot that come to you so easily, so naturally. Like if your eyes were closed, you could get it done. If you made a mistake, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I'm thinking things like folding laundry, like preparing lunches, snacks, cleaning up the kitchen, you know, maybe even going for a walk or being on your treadmill or something. You can multitask those things and you can often multitask them with things that even maybe bring you some joy in those moments, because I don't know about you, Janet, but folding laundry just does not bring me joy. No matter how many things I try to hype myself up about it, I got to multitask that with something else or I am just not happy doing it. So 
And then the other things that you want to be fully present for that would cost you time, energy, frustration, if you did mess them up, or if you weren't laser focused, those are the things that you don't want to multitask. You want to solo task those. Those are like meals with your family, you know, really engaging in a conversation. Those are things like emails, ever sent the wrong, ever did a reply all when you shouldn't have done a reply all, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Those are things you want to be fully focused on. Mm, and you know, you said so many wonderful things. And one of the things was just the, how to be focused, like the single focus, because you're right with the multitasking, you know, they're telling us that if we are single focus, we'll get things done a lot quicker. But mm -hmm. I love what you said, specifically being mindful of certain things, because I was thinking, I'm like, hmm, could the mom have maybe, depending on the conversation, schedule it after she got the kids, you know, to school, daycare, et cetera, come home and settle down so she could be present. And I guess my concern was that she's crossing the street and she's got two kids on different vehicles. So, but oh, also, for sure. yeah. but also in regards to like multitasking, yes, I will multitask. I'll put clothes in the laundry and then I will cut up vegetables or something. So you're right. There's certain things that we can multitask, but then there's other things like you said, dinner. Cause I truly appreciate, even though I'm not a mom, I have two godchildren, they're in their twenties and I appreciate when they were younger, I was always so focused on them with the dinners, no phones, just have a conversation. So it really does matter. So with the back to school routine, like hitting us, and a lot mm -hmm. of times people, parents panic, what are some strategies in regards to just maybe time, routines that they can really implement that can really help them, one, have that smoother transition, but not feel overwhelmed? It's so funny that you say panic because it's like we do this every year and yet every year we get that back to school anxiety, right? Hit us. Um, those like Sunday scaries before it starts. But, you know, I, I think you, you said a really important thing in your question and I'm going to reiterate it because it's my answer. It's routines. Kids thrive on routines. Adults thrive on routines. Routines are really important. And when you're transitioning seasons, whether that's the back to school season or new job, new career, or adding to your family or really any change that happens in your life, it's always a good time to really reevaluate what is working and what isn't and what needs to shift and change and adapt to this new normal of what you're facing. So I'm a big fan of keeping things very simple. I think when you try to make something too elaborate or you aim too high on certain things at once, not that I don't think you should aim high on goals, I totally do, but like if you try to change too much in a short amount of time, the chances of you sticking with that and creating habits from that and routines from that are slim, are slim. So you gotta, you know, keep it simple, have reasonable expectations. Get everyone involved in the process if you're a parent because you want the buy-in from everybody there. This is not just like the Marissa show. It's the Lonic family show. So we all got to be part of this. So we all plan together. We all, you know, weigh in on our opinions. Maybe we even, if we're putting together a chart or some type of system, we all contribute to that. And that's what really helps too because it's going to be likely motivating the first week or two, and then it's going to die down unless everyone's got the buy-in in there. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is some great advice. So Marissa, how do you stay organized? Because you said, you know, you've got four children. Mm 
and of course the spouse and sometimes I hear from people like it's so hard really to stay organized with just one child but how do you stay organized before you got the podcast you've got so many other things going on plus your wife your mom you're involved in the community how do you do it I'd love to tell you I'm organized 24 seven, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm a human being. So, you know, I'm not, but I, I, I do think there are some practical things and things that, you know, we do here that, that help. So first and foremost, you know, we set boundaries and limits. You know, I, I hear from lots of other parents or lots of other people like that. They're, they're so busy and they're so committed to so many different sports and activities and things like that. And, you know, Maybe for some people that works, but for me, that would probably feel like too much and would make me feel like I was overscheduled. For example, even last summer, I had my kids in camps almost every week because I thought as a mom, I was doing the best thing for them to make their summer super fun. Well, end of summer, their feedback was this was too much. So this past summer, I was very intentional about being more, you know, setting some more boundaries, giving them some more downtime in the summer and making sure they didn't have, they weren't scheduled to the max. And so even with activities and things like that, you know, just know your limits, know your boundaries. And this is all coming from self-awareness. Are you someone who loves being social all the time? Or are you someone who really needs that downtime and that, that time to be at home and just hanging out and kind of without a planned schedule? So that's one thing. And then, of course, have a system, some type of organizational system. You know, your brain can only handle so much at once. Once things start swirling around and things are moving in and out and it feels really disorganized, that's going to translate into how your life feels in general. So anytime you can get things out of here and onto whether that's a paper planner, whether that's a big whiteboard, whether that's an electronic calendar, to me, I don't I don't recommend one particular system because I think everyone's lifestyles are different and whatever, you know, feels right for them. But the two main rules of thumb that I like to follow are it's got to be simple, simple to use, not overly complicated, not something that takes you 30 minutes a day to fill out. And then you don't even want to reopen that book again because you just, you feel worn out just planning the day. And it's got to be consistent, something that you use on the regular. If you're not drawn to want to use it, well, what's the point? Mm, that is so good. That is so good, Marissa. And I do have just one more question for you, because this is a question that was posed to me last week in a presentation. Someone has two calendars. Mm. They have work and they have personal. And in your opinion, should they be combined or should they still keep them separate? I would love because, you know, you I feel as a mom and, you know, and all your expertise, what what do you what would you suggest? Ooh, it's a good question, Janet. <laughs> I don't know if I have a great answer. You know, I think for some people, they appreciate compartmentalizing those two schedules and kind of not letting one infiltrate the other. And for others, it's more of an organic kind of mishmash of it all. You know, I mean, I think it depends on your personality. It depends on work schedule, life schedule, how that looks for you. Me personally, I have everything uh, in one electronic calendar, but color coded for different things, right? Personal things are one color, work things are another because they come from two different email addresses typically and things like that. But, you know, really it's whatever feels good for you. And going back to that simple and consistent thing, if two calendars feels overwhelming, 
that's not simplicity. But if two calendars separates things to a point where it feels easier to absorb the information, well, then go for it. Thank you. Thank you, Marissa, because, you know, I share that I too, like you, I have everything on one and I also color code so I can tell what is Janet and then what is work. So, but like you said, sometimes something may work differently for somebody else. Like, and even like you said, I have an electronic calendar, like so many people, but I need a planner. I need a planner. I need, you know, a chart of all of my different appointments for the month just to kind of keep me on top of things. So thank mm-hmm. you so much, Marissa. Oh, this has been fun. This is a wonderful conversation. Of course, I could talk to you all afternoon, but how can listeners and also those just watching get in contact with you? Yes. So the best way to contact me would be to visit my website. It is www.mamaworkit.com and that's spelled M-A-M-A. And on there, you'll find lots of free resources, lots of ways to connect with me directly, subscribe to our weekly newsletter. Um, You can schedule a free call to connect with me. I'd love to chat with you. And then on social media platforms, I, uh, and Facebook and Instagram, I'm at the handle Let Mama Work It, um, LinkedIn, Marissa Lonick. And yeah, I'd love, I'd love to chat with you. So feel free to DM, say hello, and let's connect. And of course, everyone, I will have all of Marissa's links below the show page in the notes. Marissa, thank you so much for your time. It is so greatly appreciated. And I enjoyed our conversation. Me too. Thank you so much, Janet. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Marissa? I would love for you to share it with me. So now we're going to transition to Taylor's tip time. And I want to give you just a few additional strategies for the back to school routine. Number one, have a weekly family planning session so that everybody in your family gets together and you just go down and says, who's got a project due at school? Who's going to be working late? Who's got a rehearsal? So Everybody kind of knows, and that way you can strategically plan. Maybe you do have to go to the craft store and pick up some items. So, weekly family planning sessions. Number two, prepare the night before. Not only the parents, but also the children. Get them into the habit of making sure they know where their sneakers, their shoes are, their socks are, their school ID. Making sure everything they need for the day is in their backpack. Number three, organize a space where they can study. Just like we have offices, we have places in the homes where we pay our sit down and pay our bills. Create a space for the kids too. And maybe if you don't have a designated room, organize the supplies so all they have to do is maybe pick up like, and it could be something as simple as a shoebox with all the pencils, pen, etc., all the things they need. And number four, create a space. For the children to place items that you need to review. Now, I saw one mother, she had magazine boxes as they came in because they usually came in through um, a back door. So when they came in through the back door, through the kitchen, on the counter, she had three magazine boxes, each representing the children. And they would put things in there. And then at the end of the evening, she would just kind of check and review and see if there was anything she needed to sign, if there was any event she possibly needed to attend. And number five, 
Let's create some new habits, not only for the kids, but also for the entire family. And that habit could be just putting things back where they belong. So when they take the scissors out, they put them back. When they're finished studying, they put everything back in the container. And even for you. So those are this week's tips from Taylor's Tip Time. Are you ready to tackle the disorganization? Whether it's your paperwork, your schedule, or it's just your overall life, I'm here to help you on your journey to organization. So visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and schedule a complimentary, that's right, complimentary 15-minute session. A lot of times in those conversations, I'll be dropping some organizing nuggets. Take action now and start making progress today. Well, I always like to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for just following me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And of course, thank you for your likes, your retweets, your sharing. Just thank you. And continue to follow me on, of course, the social media platforms that you're on. And of course, make sure you check out, I'm on TikTok, Pinterest. I have a page that says Kids Can Be Organized too. Check that out. And don't forget to check me out on YouTube. Subscribe and click the bell for reminders because there you can see my interview with my guest. Well, if you're thinking of getting your life organized, you do not have to get overwhelmed because there is a community that I created on Facebook. It's the Facebook group Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free, so join today. Each week, we continue sometimes the conversation started on the podcast. A lot of times, people share something that they have discovered in regards to organizing. One woman recently shared how she uses these um, containers just to organize the back of her trunk when she has to go shopping. She shared that. So please join. And of course, what time is it? Have you like kind of moved the coffee table aside? Have you actually kind of doing your chick by the kitchen sink? It's Tossa Tuesday time. And this Tuesday, I want you to go in the corners, the drawers, underneath the desk. You know, it could be on the dresser. It could be anywhere. The Recycle those ink cartridges. Sometimes they accumulate. You know, you may have one, you may have two, but I know people who've got bags of ink cartridges. So it's time to just take them and recycle them. Because that's just one thing that you can move out of your home and out of your life. And of course, for those of you who are really beginning to, you know, get back into maybe your home office after a summer of fun, you know, it could be the receipts from the expense report that you need to submit, the project that was completed last week, and the documents that need to be scanned so you can get that clutter off. Also, there's a box underneath your desk and you have no clue as to what it is. Does the thought of your desk and your workspace cause you stress? Well, check out the Clear Your Desk, Clear Your Mind. It's a course for you whether you work from home full-time or have a hybrid schedule. These tips are great for business owners too. If you're a family manager, family manager, keeping things in order 
Um, whether you're a home, you have a home office or you're working from the dining room table, this course is definitely for you. So there's a link in the show page to register. And this is something you can take anytime, day or night. Once you register, you purchase the course, you can take it whenever you want at your convenience. My app suggestion this week is actually the Google Calendar, which is something I use because every phone has a calendar app. But the beauty of the Google Calendar is that you can color code and share important dates and activity among family and friends. You know, just like we share, you know, meeting notices, we can share events. When everyone receives instant notifications of new events, no one will forget about scheduling rides to the violin lessons or tennis matches again. And the Google Calendar features many benefits for students and families. So check that out. And from my Amazon shop, I wanted to suggest the over-the-door file organizer. It can wall mount. It's got, you can wall mount it. You can hang it on the back of the door. It's got file folders. It helps you organize things. Maybe, you know, the kids have different types of reports or paperwork or information or supplies. They can have it all and it's so nice and neat and it's very accessible. Also, this week, My suggestion for you to repurpose is, you know, I've seen it and it's on my Pinterest page, is old toys are used as hooks. So it can be a hook for keys. It could be a hook for uh, an ID. It can be a hook for something. But sometimes repurposing those old old toys, I've seen people repurpose those wagons and, and organize books in them. So Check out some of the ideas and maybe you'll come up with your own ideal. And if you do, please tag me. My book suggestion for this week is M-O-M, Mom, Master Organizer of Mayhem. Simple solutions to organize chaos and bring more joy into your house. And for those of you who are thinking, you know what, Janet, I want to read more. I love to read, but I just get overwhelmed sometimes to stack the books. Plus, I don't have the space like I used to. Well, be sure to click the link and get a free 30-day trial from Audible. And you get a free 30, a free copy of a book and a free 30-day 30 30 trial from Audible. And my quote for this week is, mom time is an important part of being able to give your children the best version of you. I mean, yes, you've got to give all, you know, with the family and the spouse and the kids, but mom time is important as well. So thank you for tuning in once again, and please share the word about this podcast to your loved ones, your social media follows. Share your support by leaving a review and consider supporting the podcast as an individual or business. For more information, check out the links on the show page. Visit my website, JanetMTaylor.com for more information. So until next time, you have a clutter-free day. And most of all, you have an organized week.
Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.